you're Never watching and you're like, fuck, how are they going to get out of this? Because you know what the fucking end result is. I fell asleep like at the climax. <laughs> Just like... Wait, what's up, guys? Yeah. Come here. Remember to the comment, like, subscribe, and all that fun stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like- Welcome to another episode of the GB Podcast. I'm your friend, the Duk 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 Edgar Solis, and with us today is the Duk 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 Brazil Villegas. And along with Brazil, we have the Da 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 of Slug. <laughs> In case you forgot us to get you your podcast every week, friends get together to argue about everything and everyone. Remember, if you want us to talk about a specific topic or subject, send in your suggestions to gettingbelligerent at gmail.com, Instagram, or over Twitter. We release episodes every Monday on gettingbelligerent.com and wherever podcasts are available. So, guys. Yay. <laughs> Good job on the intro. Hey, nice. I don't think he stumbled Very once. Nice. You like that one? The duk duk. Yeah, nice throwback to internet. internet we're just listening to that and what a good song it really is <laughs> it's the feel good song of the century and it came out last century so it's <laughs> seeking into this what one year, what year do you guys think that 96 I'm gonna say 96 I'm a oh cause of the, cause of the visuals I, I 96 I wanna say how do I find that 2001 Tuka Tuka song I think it's T-U-K-A T-U-K-A is that right? Um, I don't know. You were just putting it on. Yeah, but I was putting it on the socks too. <laughs> All right, DJ. But I think 2001. 2001, 1996. What is about that, you, Is that Nuran Sisters and Vishal Dalani? No. no. Anyways, this is a, a a song that's that got popular on the internet, and it's kind of one of those. The thing is, the internet used to be very focused on a single joke at a time, and it is today as well in memes. But they usually only last like about a couple. But they go days. quick. They go quick. Yeah, you these, be on it. You had months of, of. By the time you know about a meme, it's already over. Yeah, <laughs> nobody's laughing at it. So anyway. it's by uh, Dalir Mendy, and it's. Tunic, Tunak, and but let's say when they when they came out. No, no, we'll get banned. Ten seconds, ten seconds, ten seconds. Ten seconds. Let me let me go to forward then. Um, but yeah, that, you guys don't have a release date on that. No, no, yeah, I'll I'll figure it out. Okay. So turn it off, Percy. Stop it, Percy. You're gonna get us. Fine, fine, fine. You're gonna get us soon. Was such a good song. Um. So, anyways, uh, intros. I already said intros. How you doing, Percy? Good, I'm good. Trying to figure out when the damn song came out. So we haven't seen each other in a few weeks. Last time we saw Percy, he was almost dying. So good to see that you're healthy and not a zombie. Yeah, and uh, same to you. That's How's a- your ankle? Oh, good. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're walking, you know the Christians. Well, the Christians, by the way. <laughs> I should have brought him. <laughs> uh, no, it's much better. I can't sprint, but I can walk. And, and I can- you AT and T. And, uh, oh Jesus Christ just clicked god damn it yeah that's pretty bad um, but no it's, I'm good I can ride my bike sort of but I'm actually probably gonna take it easy for the next week you gonna slow ride it it's still a little tender, tender? not tender <laughs> so, um, swollen no Swollen? Is that the word? Swollen means it's big. It's, like- it's tiny. Like there's like a little bit of like squishiness that doesn't match the squishiness <laughs> on my left ankle. So I'm I'll, like, I'll go sore. And so I'm like, it's basically like a little bit that I think is still kind of healing, but it doesn't hurt too much, and it's still tight, and it's still like, I'm not, I'm not recovered yet for sure. But yeah, I can, I can move. I'm a human again. I'm a boy again. I'm a big boy. <laughs> um, the other day I checked out the bottom of my foot. Remember when I stepped on my belt loop thing, whatever that was? Yeah, yeah. Uh, still a little bruise there, actually. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> That's so, nasty. Uh, I don't feel any pain. It's just there. So yeah. I don't know, like a piece broke off and it's in there. <laughs> it, it means the blood hasn't, you know, gone away. Yet. And then this coagulated. Yeah. <laughs> Raise your foot. I could, This is like actual legit advice. Raise your foot. Uh, elevate it above your heart. So. <laughs> I have a big heart. <laughs> when did you say this song came out? Uh, I said 96. You went because I said 2001. And what did you say? He didn't guess. Uh, 97. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 98. 98? Yeah. Okay. That was pretty good, Slunk. Yeah. yeah. I honestly would have said like 2006. I had, oh, really? Yeah. I, I don't had, think it was that old. Oh, yeah. They used the dance in the in the music video on, on one of the expansions for World of Warcraft. And mm-hmm. they gave it to the alien race at Draenei. And they do the dance in the so video. So Fortnite stole it from them. 
They <laughs> were they the first game to incorporate popular dances? Yes, from yeah. at least that I remember. I think so. I, I can't it remember any. Yeah, because then they also have the Techno Viking. No, they didn't have Techno Viking, but they had um, the they had Saturday Night Live. They did that one. Which is they did the the um, the fucking disco dancing. It was the 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 night elves did that. The John Travolta or, one. The, yeah. From Saturday Night Fever. I guess so. That's yeah. what I meant. Saturday Night Oh, Saturday Night Live. Like, what what that's for Saturday Night Live? Like, <laughs> Wrong Saturday night. Oh it was God. like a night at the Roxbury? It's like, hey, hey, dude. It was like that. That's the only dance I could think of. Uh, <laughs> they did the Pulp Fiction. Yeah, the John Travolta Uma Thurman dance. Only other game I remember that had dancing in it was Michael Jackson's Moonwalker. Well, yeah, but that's... But that's his own thing, so it's like... Oh, dance, yeah, DDR. Um, <laughs> and then they had a, uh, they had a uh, MC Hammer's dance. Was the, was oh. the orcs? <laughs> they did a the little shift. <laughs> that was pretty cool. <laughs> Wasn't that what like Spider Man gif came from? Didn't didn't that Spider Man? There's some dancing Spider Man gif that's like old as fuck too. Oh my god, I know exactly what you're talking about. I don't know if I don't remember what dance he's doing, but it's I know like, it's, it's, a, so it's a big elaborate like dance. Like it's like a long game for like 10, 15 seconds. I think doesn't he do the dance like the the that Brazilian jiu-jitsu dance? Is that in that, is what, that what it doing? is? I don't know. We'll figure, figure it out. out. We'll post it Old <laughs> internet man. I remember like building websites and putting like animated fire and thinking like that's <laughs> fucking cool. Where, where man. you move your mouse and your mouse had like a some like a trail on it. Oh, <laughs> there were so many hours like put into coding like the worst ideas ever. <laughs> like just awful design. Where you put a song that you can't turn off it's just whatever you get to the site oh yeah my <laughs> website always had like smashing are, pumpkin are you, are you wait, is this like your myspace or way before i'm, like, I'm thinking like angel no. fire geo cities yeah yep yeah <laughs> yep before when you had like when you wanted to be emo but you didn't have anybody to build you a platform you had to build it yourself <laughs> i want to be sad i'm gonna work at being sad <laughs> yeah i don't even remember what my websites were about but i was like remember working really Be hard sad. on them probably yeah <laughs> so <laughs> sad <laughs> uh anyways so you guys want to jump into topics Sure. We All can right. start with El Festival de Fire. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this past, was it this past week? Right. Yeah, it, like, it had to be this past week. Yeah. So this past week, Hulu and Netflix at the exact same time decided to release uh, documentaries about the Fire Festival, which was in 2016, 2017? 17, I'll say. I don't remember. Yes. So last year? A year ago then. Two. Or two years ago now. Whatever. Uh, hey, welcome to 2019. Happy New Year. Um <laughs> <laughs> it's almost February. <laughs> uh, so pretty much, uh, you probably have heard of this festival. I can't imagine that you haven't, even if you weren't listening, you weren't hearing about it at the time of everybody's just talking about it now. Uh, basically, it was a festival being thrown out in the Bahamas that was supposed to be like sexy, exclusive festival for wealthy people. That's kind of the way I saw it when I first for the hotness. All the hot people are gonna be out there just yep, yep. just just being hot. And it was a complete disaster. Um, <laughs> they were hot. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and yeah so they came out these documentaries kind of going over it, and percy just finished watching some of it and holy shit just watching the parts that they showed me what the fuck happened like, uh, it, it's so good it's so, like, like okay from the beginning the <laughs> concept of it yeah was dope okay what was what was so cool about it well first came the app right it was a way of, of uh being able to book artists directly and all that stuff yeah and the app was dope but then the way they presented the festival again this is through eyes of someone that was out of it i'm like oh man this is a pablo escobar's island what these hot ass women are gonna do all this but they as as the shit progresses you realize no it's just you know a facade they're just them trying to get hey tag me on this tag that they paid Jenner, how much to fucking put a $250,000 just to be like hey by the way here's this dope ass festival quarter mil quarter mil just to do one post right yeah one fucking post I have more than I make in ever six seven years (laughs) (laughs) they had all these other Instagram models post up it was just an orange orange tile tile Mm -hmm. and that created a buzz and all this bullshit and yeah it's just it's it's it, just watching what you guys showed me because I haven't seen the whole thing. I just seen parts of what they showed me. Uh-huh. It's just uh, mind boggling. Well, yeah, <laughs> like how the fuck? One, like, of the, one it, of the things for me, right? And like what you mentioned was uh, Pablo Escobar's island, <laughs> and people going no, like not even like what happened was like people are really attracted to that dangerous life, and like they want to be part of it, but don't want to be part of it. They like, want to <laughs> be associated without the danger. 
Yeah. They want to be able to like, look, look, I'm with, I'm cool. I'm with, I, I'm involved with this crazy danger shit. Mm-hmm. But in reality, like, but I don't think really part of it. I'm not really going to, you know. Yeah. Oh, I dude. listen to hip hop, but I stay away from the bad parts of the neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, I don't go to that lock, part. Lock of my it. doors, all my windows, yeah. all that. <laughs> yeah, I fucking bump this shit, but I avoid South Chicago, Southside. I can't fucking the fucking. <laughs> like, I bump NWA, but I don't go down to South Central mm-hmm. and all that shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> nah, dog. <laughs> That's a no for me. <laughs> it's kind of annoying, actually, now that you kind of. When we put it in that perspective, I didn't even. I didn't even. I watched that documentary and didn't think about that. Really? You're right. I, yeah. I saw. That. I was like, oh, and dude. people want to be dangerous, but like, but they're douchebags. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're a fucking con man, like fucking. Uh, Holy what's shit! What's his name? Billy. Fucking Seth MacFarlane look like Billy. <laughs> Billy, whatever. Billy, um, Billy MacFarlane. That's that's what stuck to me because his last name's MacFarlane. Yeah. So I was like, oh, <laughs> you look Seth, like Seth. Yeah, you look like fucking Family Guy. Um. He so from from when I remember seeing the festival, I got the I was part of the glee of the, the people enjoying sort of watching these rich kids suffer. Well, that was like the idea, right? Yeah, well, explain that how it went from one thing to to the shit show. Because you didn't really hear anything about it if you weren't going and didn't really seem to care. It wasn't like like the, they sold the video, the promo video. I remember seeing it. I remember thinking mm-hmm. like this shit looks fucking crazy. And it's obviously for certain types of people. Like yeah. it's not for normal like, people. Like when yeah. you, you start hearing about tickets costing upwards to was like five thousand for the regular, two hundred fifty for like a house. Like, mm. like you're like, well, that's a festival I'm not going to. <laughs> and just oh wait, I'll, I'll wait for the YouTube clips and all yeah. this to show up. Yeah, like I completely I I tuned it out once I heard prices. I'm like, whatever, that's cool, done. And then came the the shit show. Then came the the the. This wasn't a real like it was a festival, but they was so not. The acts planned. were canceling, yeah. <laughs> and they start sh- taking pictures of the, the accommodations, which was a tent. Oh, sorry, uh, a FEMA tent <laughs> that was drenched in water because that rained the day before. Mm-hmm. The food was a sandwich, <laughs> cheese sandwich, cheese sandwich, <laughs> and just fuck. <laughs> it was a total disaster. Yeah, I mean, you guys as 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 um festies festival <laughs> attendees <laughs> as you guys as festival attendees how many people go to Co- coachella for example uh eh, 150,000 it's up there it's a it's a shit ton of people yeah, it's a and lot. and and it's still in that in that regard it's still difficult to accommodate their biological human needs right like yeah, like there's still long lines to pee and poop there's, there's still there's long lines for everything for there's for everything it's a shit show everywhere as in like if you want to do something it's got to be like a long time and yeah it's you, organized but it's still a shit show yeah it's yeah. an organized shit show yeah <laughs> at least but at least you know you're gonna be able to do it eventually well wasn't yeah. fest is like they weren't accommodating for like restrooms, were they? At one point, they, yeah, they barely had electricity. <laughs> the original island didn't have internet or anything. There, there was no pipes. There was just a piece of land. I guess go poop in the ocean. What the I, <laughs> yeah, so they were th- trying to throw this festival. They, they, one of the advisors for the festival in the documentary said that you should start planning things out um, twelve months ahead. And the people who were doing it had about six weeks to do it oh, to figure God. it out. Um. And as a person who works in events and I see sort of the, how the sausage is made, like I got antsy (laughs) watching that documentary. (laughs) I like my stomach was turning at the thought of having, having to have worked that thing must've been fucking awful. It must've been the worst, one of the worst experiences. Anybody who works in the, that industry, that must be one of the worst experiences. Well, like even watching it, you're like, fuck, how are they going to get out of this? Cause you know what the fucking end result is. And the fact like, they keep going and they keep going and nobody keep going. stops it. Yeah, yeah. The thing is, with, with the with people that had like the mindset, like, "Hey, we need a plan. We need to do this shit." You're fired. Like anytime anyone brought up something, I was noticing like, "Oh, yeah. by the way, spoilers." <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Uh, yeah, there's all the news basically, out there, right? Basically, yeah. <laughs> like the dude that talked about, "Hey, y'all need to get a bunch of bathrooms because it's a lot of people," and you're fired. Get out of here. Gone. Got to get your ass out. <laughs> you, you are not fired. <laughs> they got rid of uh, who was the girl? They got rid of somebody. Uh, they got rid of a bunch of people. Um, one thing that did make me laugh a lot uh, <laughs> was at the at night. Everyone just fucking turned like tribal, pretty much. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
um, there's this one guy in the documentary who talks about how, like, we don't want to be on the outside edge because that's, we're going to get fucked on the outside. So we want to be somewhere in the, in the middle. And then some other, they turn to, like, another person and that person's, like, destroying, like, all the tents around him. So he, no one's around his area. <laughs> Are you like they're, 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 they're cutting the tents. They were peeing on them. Yeah. They're on the mattresses. What? Yeah. This is parts I didn't see. So what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, like, like all this other, like, shit happens, like... During like the nighttime, uh, the fucking sun goes down and all fucking yeah. hell breaks loose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, like it, people just turn into their fucking primal rage and like I need to survive because <laughs> oh, they have to be there the whole like for a night. Yeah, there was no way to get out of it, and so then they canceled it and everybody had to leave the next day. And the airports were fucking crowded. There weren't enough flights, and there was like no food, <laughs> the, no the water. Airport scene is so good. They like lock them in the. In they the lock them. In, they lock them in. What? Yeah, so they can't leave because uh, the airport's really small. It's pretty much like a building. It look like yeah, like you just run out. Smaller than like Burbank. Like, yeah, it's an oh island. Yeah, fuck yeah. It's an island. So it's like, it's like, smaller than your house. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's basically like your house and then like a little runway. Yeah. Right so what they the locked fuck? them in because uh, they didn't want people wandering outside and because they're all drunk and shit too. Yeah. Oh, shit. So they locked them all in to make sure that no one got hit by any of the Because there's people trying to get on the planes that were yeah. like forcing getting Yeah, forcing something. Yeah. Yeah, they're desperate. Uh, another desperate. quick airport part was like that plane arrives and then they all get on. They find out like there's too many people on the plane, so they all have to get off the airplane. But it was like, there was 112 people on, and it was only 111 on the the manifest. So like, get out, and we have to do this all over again. So it was another process of bringing them back onto the plane. What? By that time, the fucking crew is all like overworked, and it's FAA, FCC, FAA, whatever FAA. the air. Airline. Yeah. So the FAA uh, regulation is you can't keep you working for more than a certain amount of hours and still work on your next shift. So then they have to they have to get off the plane, get another crew, bring, <laughs> put the crew out, and put oh all the people back God. on. And I think at that point they took off. Yeah, something like that. So at least he still took off. Yeah, but it was just another yeah shit show. They paid all this money to. <laughs> to have this horrible experience and so so we got a a, a message from mr laker on instagram okay What's uh that? what what are you well basically what saying is uh what would you have done if you would have gone to fire festival so it, i guess the question is first is what when why didn't these people not realize that like something was wrong i guess like would you would you drive to the would you drive to Coachella without having all this information about well, where your flight is? And don't you believe that at least for people of this magnitude that are this rich that all this stuff is usually set up for them anyways? Yeah. As in like So they take it for granted. I I think so. As yeah. in I'm not going to set up anything because it's already going to be set up for yeah, me. Uh, All I got to do is pack and then pay get, the money, show up. And then, I'm, fun. And then that's probably, my life. probably not even pack. Someone packs for them. <laughs> and that's like, I'm, and that's, I'm going for the people that are elevated, you know, yeah, the, the, the people asking questions are the people who don't have that shit for them. And they're like, <laughs> this is my vacation. This is my fucking time my, away. My one time a my year. One time yeah. A year. yeah. Those are the people I feel bad for. <laughs> yeah. Um, the ones that didn't go, but if still you spent the money, <laughs> but if you did go, what would you have done? Well, if I'm already there and partying for six hours in a specific location away from the festival, what they did in the documentary, <laughs> yeah, you would think someone was up, like you know, two hours in, like wait, three hours in, four, four hours in? <laughs> you know, like yeah. You know, when I travel, I like to get my stuff and put it away safely and then go have fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I have to touch home base, you know? So I, I would have definitely so, so, been so really cl- Clutching the, his bag like no one. No, I just, I just, I don't, I, I, I like to know where home base is and then go, okay, yeah. got my bearings. Let's go have fun. You I know? get it. Like, uh, I'll always do that. I, I like to plan ahead. So not knowing a lot would, would freak me out. I'd be like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Like, what, where, why, why am I in my tent? Why ain't I here? Um, and then, but then comes the, the survival mode after we figure out, well, this is a shit show. I think us three being, you know, that, you know, we're not super rich. We're, I think we find a way to survive. Eh, we're fine. We'll figure out. 
Where the, the people panicking are the people that, that have no survival <laughs> skills. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's like you're bringing up a good point. One of the guys in the documentary said that once the sun went down, the camaraderie went away. So mm-hmm. everybody was actually having a good time until the sun went down. And then, oh, shit. Yeah. So I feel like I would have I would have been frustrated because, like, I will always try to make the best of a situation. Always. And yeah. so I'm like, oh, this is awful. But fuck it. Like, I don't know. Like, like fuck it. Let's have fun. Let's yeah. enjoy Like, now. we can make a bonfire if we need to. And, and we'll be, you know, well, Let's fix this. Let's, Let's fix do what this. we yeah. can. Yeah. But like these other they people got, have. Oh my god, my fucking bed's wet. What the fuck? Oh, give me your fucking bed, you bitch. Like, it's my bed. I, I paid her. I don't get reception. Like, not like, my fault. It's not like my I've, fault. I've slept on the floor and went fucking cold <laughs> at Coachella. So and, I, I, and I had a bed. <laughs> I, I, I did have a bed. <laughs> Just couldn't find it. Uh, so uh, I think us three, we'd survive and we'd be like, well, we'll, we'll fucking make it work. Yeah, so I'm on the, 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 the slunk style as in, like, I'm gonna chill and go with the flow. Oh, it's fucked up. All right, fucking let's just chill and hang out until the next thing. Because the way they made it, not they, the fire festival, the people attending, uh, made it sound like, oh, this is just the first stop on to the next thing. <laughs> yeah. Right? And then, like, nothing happened after. And, like, okay. So, like, I'm guessing they thought it was, like, a, uh, like a bar crawl kind of ideal. Like, mm-hmm. all right, this is just our first destination before we get to our next bottle. It's even, even better even than better, this. Even yeah. more alcohol. <laughs> Nope. Nah, not so much. Yeah, and then all there's they, they wheeled in all their uh, luggage like on 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 a trailer. No, they weren't any. There weren't any like tags. So people were trying to find their bags, and it was mayhem. <laughs> it was a fucking shit show. <laughs> this thing was fucking awful to watch. It was like, <laughs> and it's sad because like. Uh, us out, outsiders again we fucking loved it like <laughs> like you feel a little bad for like like a little bit yeah but then you see like it's a, a bunch of like rich people getting fucked over and you're like i sort of really like this <laughs> you realize like this, but the stress you're feeling today i feel every day <laughs> cold, cold cold homes nowhere to no no uh food is scarce like that's my life <laughs> So then, welcome to real life. <laughs> uh, do, you, do you want to talk about the MVP? <laughs> Slunk. Uh, super spoiler alert. Super spoiler. If you're not, if you're gonna watch it, this is probably the best part of the documentary. Yeah. So come back in like five minutes <laughs> to <Yeah>. listen. <laughs> so you had your chance. This, that was your warning. Okay. During the documentary, <laughs> there's a part where they needed a bunch of water to pass customs. Pass customs. And the main guy who's like working on this stuff had to go somewhere else to figure some other shit out for some, another job that he's working on. He came back and he finds out customs wasn't allowing all the water to come through. So uh, Billy McFarlane told uh, this other guy, like, hey, I need you to take another one for the team. <laughs> like, I was like, what do you mean? Like, I've been fucking taking one yeah. for the team this whole time. Yeah, this guy, like, he's been, like, the, the savior of fire for the most part. Yeah, he he, he was able to get a caterer fucking way later Yeah, he was, like, he was, like, fucking making miracles happen yeah. with the amount of money he had. And... <laughs> and so Billy, the main investor, inventor of fire, the guy who's in charge, he uh, he goes, well, he's like, we're going to have to have you come down here and suck Cunningham's dick. It's Cunningham meaning the main customs guy. Yeah. yeah. The guy that's holding the water ransom. And so he he says, uh, he, so he goes home, he takes a shower, he washes, he, you know, take this, drinks some mouthwash and heads over there. I think that, whole, I don't know if he did that or not, but that's a good addition to his story. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, that paints the picture. <laughs> he drove across the island, fully prepared to suck dick. That yeah. was like what he yeah. said. I ever seen that, like, no. Wait. Yeah, just watching Percy go through. Like, You're waiting for him to say, like, hell no, no, I'm no. out of here. Nope. And, and he, 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 he was really? our wonderful gay leader. <laughs> Holy yeah. shit. <laughs> he was yeah. really willing to. But Ta- he got there and was able to talk to him, and the guys are like. He's like, yeah, he's just make sure I get paid first when everything's done, pretty much. And that was it. Wow, but he was gonna. But he was like, he was already ready, and he's been, at, yeah, he, fuck. He's been doing like events for thirty years, and it's like, yeah, here I am sucking dick for water. <laughs> so all this shit happens. People finally get home, and all everything like the 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 storm has settled down. So all these fire festival people start getting emails from another company, and people are suspecting, oh, they probably just showed the email list to get some money. 
it's like you know how people or companies get email lists and they sell yeah. it to other people. Yeah, they, and shit. they sell the email list yeah. for money. So that's what people were figuring that they were doing. And these emails that were coming in were like, "Come have a meet and greet with uh, Taylor Swift. Come get tickets to the to the Met Gala. Come get Super Bowl tickets for this specific show. Come get tickets for the Grammy. Like these crazy like fuck? events." And someone noticed like you can't get tickets to the Met Gala. You have to be invited to like the, by the main person. There's yeah. no way to sell these tickets. Um, Taylor Swift does not do meet and greets. Uh-huh. It, it's a big known thing that she does not yeah. do these. So y'all lying. Yeah. So people start investigating into it and then they start discovering, <coughs> sorry, that it's this uh, new company. I forgot what it's called. Oh, a VIP New York or something. VIP access, VIP New York, something like that. Yeah. Um, Turns out it's this this new investor guy who's like who's pretty much the the face and body for Billy, the, the other guy of fire. This is all while he's being investigated by the FBI. Like he's not supposed to be doing any of this shit. Yeah. He's running another scam <laughs> while being investigated for the previous scam. And he invites people to come and record him. And so he, do and film all this shit. Why? Don't know. That's, that's the whole just, mystery oh of the. That's the whole mystery of the whole thing. Is he thing. that narcissistic? Like, does he? He's a sociopath. I mean, that's the definition right there. If I ever saw it, there was a point I forgot. Um, it was like one of the the guys filming that mm-hmm. that new part of it. He was uh, Billy asked him, "Have you ever been to jail?" He's like, "Yeah, for I went for two months." And so he was like, "How was it?" Oh, twenty three and one. He's like, "What's twenty three and or one and twenty three? What's something like that?" And uh, what's that? Uh, it's pretty much you're in your cell 23 hours and you're outside of it for one hour for exercise. And Billy like looked at him and goes, I'm not going to jail. Like, like that. So I guess like in his mind, he clicked or did he not just didn't. No, he things. just tells himself these things. Yeah. And this yeah. is while he's being investigated and doing this other shit. But he's going to jail and he's going to jail for a long time. Oh, and when they found him in this doing this new thing, it's like in a crazy, like good looking penthouse. And they figured that he stole or got more money from other people. Yeah. Because the thing is, after after fire, he went back to go live with his parents. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And then, and then, like a little, t- a little bit time after, I don't know how long, but not much later, he's like living in a penthouse, like in a building somewhere. Um, exactly. That, that's the question: is that they don't know how exactly or where he's getting all this he's money just from. A good comment, Jesus. Yeah, it's kind of sad that that some people really believed in him and like invested so much in him. But you know what? That goes to tell you that the whole thing with social media and the way it's it's kind of um, been going is. Yeah, that's something that I brought up in the in the documentary was this festival was created and destroyed by two social media posts. One was like the first post of all the the, the women and the posting all the the orange tiles, and then the second one was the the picture of sandwich the, the sandwich just bringing down the fire festival. Yep. Yeah, and so the so this illusion that Instagram create can create can easily be destroyed and that's that was actually a very great little box for that whole story of, of how the internet works now mm-hmm. you know and anything could be fucking destroyed in a second yeah if you have enough like social media behind you you get a meme out there done you get a meme out there about your political campaign done like it's just if people can make fun of it they're not going to take it seriously mm-hmm. and and uh but you know I, it's i think it's interesting that I, I i've been saying this for a little while and a lot of people tell me well social media is not going away it's, and i don't think it is going away but i do think it's going to change i do think that there's like it's like a giant titanic ship you know it's churning but it's like really slow and i'm starting to see it churn because i think a lot of people are getting fed up with sort of the imaginary world and you're starting to hear stories about people going broke and into debt trying to like have a famous instagram life and then not working out because the 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 thing is people do succeed at this you know they're for every you know 40 people trying to be some big instagram person one does succeed Mm -hmm. but then those 39 what happened what happens to them nobody talks about that and so i think that the odds are really against you if you're trying to do it this way i think it's very very dangerous i think it's very and very unfulfilling way to live your 20s you know and i think it's i think it's i think it's people are going to catch on to it i think it's going to change 
I just heard of a documentary that I wanted to watch the trailer for it, at least like to see how I was going to uh, watch it. it was for like pretty much another Instagram or an influencer documentary. Oh, okay. And it starred the, I guess his name was the fat Jew or the guy that does all the, the parties. Yeah. Yeah. And he's the one that you see the hot chicks on his Instagram and Snapchat and all that shit. And uh, the guy's because I heard someone else talking about it was he was saying like yeah like I'm pretty much like tired of this shit I'm fucking done like he, that's all he does like, he just parties all the time yeah, takes and pictures takes pictures yeah it, uh, oh yeah well I was gonna say that there's I heard it in Russia you there's like entire like uh, businesses built around building fake Instagram lives. Mm-hmm. Like you can pay a company to like they'll like you can go on a private jet and just take pictures like looking out the window or having champagne for like t- twenty minutes, a little professional photo shoot, and then you get off the plane and it, it never gets off. It, yeah, it's on the runway on the, the whole runway. time. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and like doing stuff that's like you just go and take pictures and then leave. And then there is actually, I've been seeing an uh, advertisement. I think it's either on Snapchat or Instagram that's been showing up. You know, when you're looking at stories and then they show you an ad Mm -hmm. and it was called, uh, it's called um, uh, the museum of, of Instagram or like museum of museum of selfies, museum of selfies or something like that. Yeah. Is that what it is? Is that, I've, I've heard of that one. Yeah. And it, it's funny because that's exactly what it is. And that's exactly what all these other museum of ice cream. Was it ice cream? Yeah. yeah like the, the, the pop, little... pop art, I guess. Yeah. Well, all these, all these museums, they're really Instagram museums. And even yeah. like, even like ones that are trying to be legit, like the broad, the, the broad or trying the to be broad. But I've never said, is it broad or broad? It's supposed to be broad. Oh, I, I, I say the broad because that's how you spell broad. Because <laughs> I speak English. Um, yeah, like all those wall of mirrors, like they're really cool and interesting, but they are Instagram. Yeah, yeah, and it's the thing is 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 at least that museum, the one of selfies, is like, well, we're not gonna beat around the bush. Like you know what the fuck we're doing. Yeah, we know what we are. Like, was the museum of happiness? Like, uh-huh. no, you're the museum of. of of annoying selfies. I guess the only one I've been to like that was the Museum of Broken Relationships. Uh, I haven't not, seen that one. Not really a Instagram happy place. No. It's my kind of, it sounds like my kind of place. Just a bunch of broken relationships left and right. People breaking relationships with their dad and oh their my mom God, and that does, grandma. What's worse, and, that or the the, the Holocaust Museum? Jesus. Um, Can you take selfies in the Holocaust Museum? Not a good idea. Not a good idea. I don't want another beer. Um, so, um, uh, you guys want to talk about another documentary I saw or we done? No, 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 no. I wanted to dovetail it into the YouTube thing. Mm. What YouTube thing? Over it. So I was listening to a, a, a podcast and basically this guy was, he, he does YouTube videos. He's a landscape photographer and there's like a community of YouTubers that are photography centric. And then there's like these landscape guys that are photography centric. Um, and he was saying that there's there's companies and there's managers out there that manage influencers. And they're saying that right now, what sort of where they see more interaction happening is that they're starting to see people who are more vulnerable and telling more real life stories and more relatable stuff to like. I guess your average person, they're starting to gain more traction, more meaningful interaction and longer like views per video than your typical. Like, hey, look, look at me doing stuff and being wacky. Hey, what's up, guys? Yeah. Come here. Remember to the comment, like, subscribe and all that fun stuff. <laughs> yeah. like That was the way. I you, can't be that person. It's too much it's work. Too, <laughs> it's, not, it's, not, it's not you every it's day. Not, it's not real. It's yeah. It's a show. Yeah. And then and, and those people still will have their audiences, you know, yeah. but but that that shtick is not. It's like that used to catch people because it was uh, hip, not hip, but like exciting and hey, what well, we're like, can we grab your attention for a little bit? <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that, that's how it be is. on YouTube in, in all media. Like think about TV back in the day; it was always that wholesome, "Honey, I'm home." To became like you know more real. Like oh, I'm so tired. I'm home. Like like shit changes as things progress, and I guess now we we left the phase of that wacky. Hey guys, I don't know, to this is me. This is real. It was. It's where we go for meaningful conversations, I guess. Now, like before, YouTube was a small thing, then it got bigger. Then it was like, oh, sharing like cat videos and funny stuff, and then it became like, oh, look at me. But I don't really have any. (laughs) 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 And so now it's it's. uh, uh, I think now it's now it's more of like the conversation. Like podcasting is now a big deal. You know, these are all like long form. 
entertainment, you know, and that's not easy things to sort of fill the time with. And so it's, you know, I think people are, are getting bored of the, the same thing and they want to hear something more interesting. I think that's what it's coming down to, but, or maybe the, the audience is getting older. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what it is, but he's saying that the trend is going towards well, that. Yeah, well, anything trends change. That's how yeah. it is. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's just you as a person or you as a, uh, either podcast or YouTube, whatever, need to be able to change either change with the trends or you have to stay ahead of the trends or, the or die, yeah, <laughs> or, or be gone, yeah. Because yeah. you could keep on doing the same thing, but are, and keep on getting the same audience, but that audience is going to change and it's going to grow without you, yeah. So it's it all just depends on do you want to keep on keep on doing the same thing that you know works or try to step ahead of the thing that you know is maybe gonna fail and fuck you over. It all just depends which way you go. Also, I, but I also think part of it is like your personality. I think you're gonna be good at something, you know, and I think that you might not be good at something else. So sometimes you kind of, you might have to trust a little bit in your own instincts. You might mm-hmm. be the one that does this and comes back for this. And then even though people are getting more interested in that, so for example, there's a guy who who. Does does he does he, he records himself doing landscape photography and he eventually decided well i'm gonna start doing gear reviews because gear reviews tend to be very popular and he tried one and he was awful at it and mm. everybody hated him and they hated his video <laughs> <laughs> damn yeah because they're like you're not reviewing gear the way you're supposed to like the way everybody else does and so he was like fuck that i'm not doing that shit no more mm. and and his basis keeps growing doing what you know but it's kind of true to him. And the thing is, sometimes you have to find the market. Sometimes the market finds you. I don't really know. I mean, if we ever gain traction here on getting belligerent, I mean, we'll, I, we'll, would, we'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> well, people do listen. It surprises me when people write in and, and they go, yeah, they, are you do, like we just got asked while we were recording this right now if we're doing a live stream today because mm-hmm. yeah. they, they looked for it. I mean, that's kind of cool. Somebody yeah. looked for it. I'm, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. I appreciate that a lot. Um. And yeah, so I hope people find our shit interesting. But anyways, that's that's it for social media for now. Well, I was just going to go back around to the... Because we were talking about documentaries. Documentaries. Uh, I saw the... the fuck's his name? The Bill Murray documentary. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot the exact name of the documentary, by the way. Because I just call it the Bill Murray documentary. Uh-huh. Uh, it's on Netflix right now. But it's fucking interesting as fuck. As in... He doesn't do anything. <laughs> so this is Bill Murray. Uh, go ahead and tell us what the documentary sort of. So if you don't know, Bill Murray has a, a history behind him as in people have these stories about Bill Murray um, that he just does random shit around them and then goes off and like fucking goes off into the distance, you know, <laughs> it's like, behind them. Yeah. Like the, his, the most famous one, I guess that people know about is, um, uh, uh, he'll go, he'll be in a restaurant and you'll be sitting down and he'll take a fry off of your plate and he'll whisper to you. People will never believe I did this. Like, <laughs> and then for the record though, you still a fry from my, them finding word or finding actions. Yeah. But then you see his Bill Murray guy. <laughs> no, you, you, how, you, how hungry am I? Doesn't matter. You're, you're not hungry, under any circumstance no. going to start if a fight I'm with hangry, Bill Murray. You are not. You will not. Bullshit. Well, I'm calling bullshit right now. No, hangry. Yeah, no. You, don't, you don't know hangry me, so. No. Bullshit. Absolute bullshit. This yeah, guy. That's, that's, no, I've never guys. heard more bullshit come out of person's mouth. <laughs> 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 so anyway, going back to this. Uh, the documentary is pretty much about finding all these stories and seeing if there's any legitness to them. And holy fuck, some of these stories are so good. Uh, one of my favorites involves, uh, there was this guy that he was at South by Southwest. He's in Austin. And he ran a, across his, this band. I forgot the name of the band. And he just randomly asked the band, hey, you guys want to play at my house? And the band goes, yeah, fuck it. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, fucking awesome. So he goes home, um, gets ready. Uh, the band calls them. They're downstairs. They come up and in, in walks, like holding like some of the gear is Bill Murray. The band just happened to bring Bill Murray along <laughs> to this event. So they start fucking playing like loud as fuck. <laughs> like it is a band inside like an apartment or a house, or something like that. Yeah. It's a fucking apartment. Yeah, it's, it's one. It's, I forget it's an apartment or a house. I think it's an apartment. No matter, there's, there's people around. Yeah, there's so, like people sleeping and shit. Yeah, so bands going on, going crazy. Bill Murray's there playing the fucking tambourine <laughs> because Bill Murray would play the tambourine. Of and then out of nowhere, they get a call. 
fucking cops. They're outside. Uh, I don't know. They get someone knocks on the door. It's the cops. Mm-hmm. The guy that's telling the story. He goes up to the to the front. Like, hey, officers. Uh, I know we're making a lot of noise, but. Um, I'm not going to tell Bill Murray to stop playing the tambourine. You guys are more than welcome to go inside and tell Bill Murray to stop playing his tambourine. So the cops go inside. Yeah. And Bill Murray starts playing the tambourine in their face, like, like exaggerating, like, like right up in their face. <laughs> they recorded this? Yeah. There's film of this. Oh my God. And the cops goes, are you Bill Murray? And he goes, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and they keep on playing. <laughs> they just keep on playing for the fucking rest of the night. Yeah, and, stupid. <laughs> but they and, talk about this magic that he seems yeah, to carry. Yeah, so with him. a lot of people are like, it's not that he's doing like amazing things. It's just that he's just out living a certain life. Mm-hmm. That he's just out going. It doesn't matter. Just go ahead and say yes to these things. Like an, another. A uh, famous story was he was in, I don't know, somewhere outside San Francisco and he had to have like a meeting like two hours away. So he's having a conversation with a taxi driver that happened to be taking him. Yeah. Um, he, Bill Murray finds out that the guy is a saxophone player and goes, hey, how often do you get to practice? Like, honestly, with this job, I really get to practice. Mm. Like, all right, uh, pull over. I'll start driving. You play saxophone the rest of the way. And <laughs> the thing about that story is that if it would have been anyone else, it's still an amazing story. Yeah. It's not just because it was Bill Murray. It's Bill Murray doing these things that are happen to be amazing. Yeah. Like having a band play from South by Southwest at your house is fucking amazing because you asked them randomly and they said yes. And then Bill Murray just happened to be like, it's just a, a thing of saying yes. Or yeah. shit doesn't matter. And go ahead and try something new. Yeah. Hmm. So that's what they pretty much like the documentary focuses on is like go ahead and try all these other crazy shit because you don't know. You don't know what you never know. You never know. Yeah. The and then uh <laughs> Bill Murray's not even like really part of the documentary. <laughs> <laughs> just, as just as he there. would want it. Just as he would want yeah, it. Because, and, the, and the guy goes through some of that as in he goes like me trying to get a meeting with Bill Murray isn't the Bill Murray way. Mm. Like it's something that had to happen naturally. Mm-hmm. Um, and they go off and talk about like all these other like stories that happen. And it's just like, like it's more and more exaggerated or not like exaggerated. Just, I think Bill Murray, more lives, normal things, I guess. Yeah. Like I think Bill Murray lives in another wavelength than most of society wants us to. Mm-hmm. And I think he's like, you know, like you said, he's just saying yes to everything. Cause why not? I mean, yeah, like he has nothing to lose out of this. It's like, yeah. I mean, he's just being, you know, the thing is, like, I guess, I guess because it's Bill Murray driving the taxi, it's like he's a super rich, famous celebrity. He doesn't, he, like, they don't do that. And yeah. people don't expect them to. And so when you do see that, it's like, yeah, why not? Mm-hmm. You know, why not? Why not be nice to each other even just kind of like enjoy the norm normal teas of life you know and i could imagine that people who are in his position don't have that they don't have a normal yeah experience and I, and sometimes we might think of that as like raw like you think of like your college band days playing like in a garage somewhere <laughs> like as being some of the best memories you might have like i would imagine a lot of musicians do have that like that's they're very yeah. fond of that and uh and it's like yeah you can still be very ground grounded mm-hmm. you don't have to you know they, they touch on that a little bit like maybe a little of this is for bill murray maybe a little bit of this is for like the people he's meeting mm-hmm. but like all the people that like meet him afterwards are like oh my god that was fucking amazing and it's just Bill Murray just chilling there, you know. Like, <laughs> like if you were to walk through this door and join us in our podcast, imagine how amazing. I'm like, be. yeah, go, you want a beer? Just really, it's just a, a good watch that you know. I fell asleep like at the climax. <laughs> just like y'all, yeah. And I always fall asleep at the climax. But <laughs> <laughs> um, that's all yeah. I got. That's a good one though. I I I'm gonna watch that now. That's a good suggestion. Oh, add that to the list of all the shit. I gotta all the shit watch. you're not gonna watch ever. Oh yeah. God! Yeah, you're worse than Edwin, our friend Edwin. Whoa, whoa, whoa! For the podcast. Down there. He's he actually watches stuff now. Now, yeah, he's catching up. Now he's seen some <laughs> things that are popular that I'm like, wow, I haven't even seen that yet. All right, all right, bye. Topic.
topic. Well, this is brought on by a, a long time. Well, now listener. you move your mic yeah, closer. You, you, you are you, such a fucking look, worst. I gotta turn. Hey, whoa, whoa! <laughs> You're fucking loud as fuck. <laughs> I gotta turn to face the our, our topic board. Okay. <laughs> and um, so, topic is forbidden questions to ask a woman. How do you find out? What? Was the reaction before we go through all that? What What are these forbidden questions? The thing is, is that, what do you think of forbidden questions? And uh, how did you find out it was a forbidden question? <laughs> okay. Uh, what was the reaction? What did you learn? And would you be a repeat offender? Um, all right. What that's is, the topic. Um, go ahead. My, my my first thought of a forbidden question would be, how old are you? Just because you don't want to ask a woman's age, because. You know, I've had that. I would ask. <laughs> would you? Yeah. I dance around it like a fucking flamingo dancer. It's hey, how are you? So you're like, so what kind of, what was your first phone? <laughs> was a, what was your first phone? Was it a flip phone? When did you first like music? <laughs> What's your favorite TV show? What girl? was your internet provider Growing, the first time? <laughs> Do you have an Earthlink email? Is your email so AOL? Yeah. <laughs> I like this wedding browser. <laughs> That's pretty good. Can you order a drink? <laughs> how young are we talking or how old are we talking? Old. Yeah. But I think that, that that's uh, considered a forbidden question. You don't want to ask a girl's age because... Uh, you don't want to guess the wrong size. Um, you... Oh, my God. I'm trying to think of a forbidden question. Like... Do you like anal? You know? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> is it weight a big one? Oh, yeah. This is a good one. We got weight. What's a forbidden question? But the thing is, would, would you ever ask how much do you weigh? I think no, age, 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 is a, age is the top one. Age is always the top one because you kind of want to know how old this person is, but you don't want to be like, hey, how old are you? Plus yeah. minus. Give me. Because <laughs> <laughs> then, then they're going to counter with how old do you think I am? And you're just like, shit, you got me. It's like, when, you, when you use your phone the first time, they had a rotary on it. No, then you just get super low. You just... <laughs> When I put candles on your cake, how many do I have to put? I'm not asking your age. I just want to know how many candles. Um, I'm trying to think of. I, I, I mean, have you ever used it? Like, have you accidentally said something stupid and be like, uh, I've, I've said plenty of stupid things. Um, I'm trying to pick one. Uh, I've, had, I've had stupid, but I don't think I was in, in wrong. Okay, wait, 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 you still got in trouble. Uh, yeah, a little, little trouble. Not like a lot of trouble. Um, it was a uh, New Year's Eve, and it was between some of our friends. Oh. And I said, "Hey, I'm gonna." Uh, we were planning on carrying some of the girls from one place to another because they were oh, in heels. Oh, I remember. This. And I said, "I plan on taking this one because she's small." Yep, I remember that one. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, you insinuated everybody else. What did else say? Like, oh, am I too what fat? The, does that mean? What does that mean? <laughs> Damn. Uh, oh, shit. No, you were in the wrong. <laughs> hey, <laughs> ended up carrying her. <laughs> okay, ended up carrying the one that. Point said, is, I got what I wanted. <laughs> I ended up carrying the one that said. Uh, they got mad. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no names. Um. And they wow, they who they are. <laughs> <laughs> if they listen, I, re- I remember that. Um. That's a good one. Uh. Well, I uh I recently made a joke and I was comfortable with the wedding couple, but mm-hmm. I kind of was like. Oh, that was really bad. No, what was the joke? Um, uh, so we were um, we were taking the lift, and I was gonna take photographs of the groom getting uh, a shave at a local barber near the hotel that they're getting ready at. Mm-hmm. And on the way back, our lift driver was a videographer, and we were talking to him, and we we're having a good conversation. And he gave us this card the videographer did, and I was like, "Here you go, groom. You know, just in case you get married again." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's, well, that's funny. That's actually really good. That's good. That's yeah. funny. Who gives it? At that point, who gives a shit? That was good. That was, that was funny. Well, the groom laughed, and then when when, they, when the bride heard the joke later, she made a face, and then I was like, "Are you mad at me?" She said, "No." Well, but, that that's her. Uh, whoever told her is fault. Yeah. <laughs> that 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 joke was for whoever's in the car, and when you tell us, yeah, she she had a good. She had a she had a. She said it was funny. Oh no, I understand that, but I could see someone going, "What the fuck are you telling my husband?" <laughs> well, because it was his third marriage. Oh well, <laughs> well at that point, 
that, that, that does make the joke better. Yeah. But I can see where she's like, what the fuck? Wait, wait, am I just a stepping stone? No, it was a, a fourth stepping stone. <laughs> no, it was, they're really cool. They're How like, long is this river? Holy shit. <laughs> very, very, they're very understanding and funny. It's a deep river. Yeah. I'm just kidding. The hole is getting healed bigger. I'll take the swallow. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, that was <laughs> <laughs> okay. So so so, so that was the thing. <laughs> Moving on with that, don't make fun of people. The the, the, question, the the last question of that was uh, what is a forbidden question for a guy? Like for a girl, how big guy? is your penis? Nah, nah. <laughs> you, we'll find out. <laughs> Let's find out. But but that that's one, I guess, because some some guys would be like, "What well, got to answer that? How old am I? Uh, how age, much? Do you, how much do you me? make? Honestly, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> how much do you make? You're waiting for that one. Yep. That's yes. that. That to me would be the forbidden question. Like, how much do you make? Why does it matter? But wow. does that go? Does that go both ways though? Because you could ask that to a woman too. And no, be, but but it's, it's, it's. I know what the implied factor is. That it's a gold digger or whatever. Yeah. And that's like you know. But social, you know, cues is always like, oh no, the the man should make money and the woman, you know, stays at home. That's, That's the problem. Thing, if you were to ask a woman that, wouldn't she also be offended? Because it's uh, questions that are offensive. I think I, th- I think she'd be more offended by the age than, than how much money she makes. <laughs> I guess we'd have to ask a woman. Yeah, we got. I don't woman know woman that one. Do. I don't know what would you. What would they? That's actually a good question. Good. What's more offensive? How much you make, or how old are you? Hmm. Yeah, I want to hear. I want to hear. I want to hear from our female <laughs> listeners. Or if anyone's like said earlier, anal <laughs> <laughs> or anal. <Yeah. laughs> is anal on the table? Is that a? Is anal on the table? A question? Is that? Is that yeah, a no, fit? it's on the seat. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! But I'm done. All right, is that question over? That's it. No, that's it. Well, you know what, what, what? What would you think? A question that's you know. Forbidden for or like a fucked up question for a guy. Um, I, I can't think of any that would like you know offend me. Well, you you and I don't I, get offended by much. So. It, it takes a lot for me to be offended. <laughs> like you got to come at me hard. <laughs> like you got to you got to hit a, hit a nerve. Like what the fuck yeah. was that? <laughs> Like if you make me go, oh shit, hey, settle down. But it, are there any? That's con- love. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're done. All right. Yeah. <laughs> we're waiting for the outro. And then, uh, I gotta look at the thing, man. Because remember, slunk. Yeah. In case you forgot, uh-huh. this is the Getting Blazer <laughs> podcast, where every week friends get together to argue about everything and everyone. Remember. If you want us to talk about a specific topic or subject, send in your suggestions to gettingbelligerent at gmail.com, Instagram, or over Twitter. We release episodes every Monday on gettingbelligerent.com and wherever podcasts are available. Thanks for listening. Have an awesome week.